Trying to save your souls from damnation So if you down with the message Tune in every week It will lead you to the message that you seek Uh Welcome to the Real Word, season five, episode twenty-one. 21. Shout out to everybody that's watching. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that's been supporting us so far, thus far. We thank you for being here with us today. Um, we're here with our co-host. Introduce yourself, gentlemen. You know, the only one and only a servant in the building. Actually, me on Instagram, a servant eleven. No eleven. You already know that's not me. Introduce <laughs> yourself. BK.truth, you know, your regular guy in Brooklyn, y'all see me everywhere, so we're going to be talking some real stuff, I can't curse, you know, <laughs> some real ting, you know, <laughs> we're here with two special guests, introduce yourself, gentlemen, I'm Jeremiah Williams, I'm a business consultant, I'm CEO of J. Williams Consulting, it's my partner, but it is real. My name is Ace, A.C.E.Me. It's the Ace Money. I'm also a consultant and a financial advisor. You can follow me on my socials, Ace underscore times money and everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to everybody that's watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that has helped us to get this far so far. We thank y'all for all your support. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at The Real Word Ministries Inc. on Instagram, The Real Word Ministries Inc. on Instagram, The Real Word 7, the number 7, The Real Word 7 on Facebook, The Real Word TV on YouTube. That's The Real Word TV on YouTube. Catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at The Real Word Podcast. That's The Real Word Podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. So shout out to everybody that's helped us get this far and shout out to y'all. So we everywhere. We everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> so shout out to my two guests today. Um tell a little tell the people a little bit about what it is that you guys are doing. What y'all got going on. Oh yeah, of course. So <laughs> firsthand, I know that we can't live in this world without money. So I'm very big on financial empowerment. So we help our clients slash customers get financial empowerment by starting their own businesses or getting them access to capital or in other words funding. So we do this through enhancing their credit or teaching them channels or introducing them to access their capabilities that they probably never knew um, prior to. So anyone that has a business probably doesn't know this, but you have the ability to earn capital just off of having a good credit score. If you have good credit, you have the ability to earn money just off of owning real estate. So these are things that we primarily focus in in assisting our clients achieve financial freedom. Yeah, just to piggyback off what he said, you know, we teach the importance of just being independent and having something that not only generates you revenue and helps you take care of your family, but also stamps your legacy into existence. And essentially, I think that's very important. Well, one quote that I always embody is if you're not living for legacy, you're living for failure. So you always have to create something bigger than yourself. And that's why this has been able to be so successful because you're out here, you're doing things for the community, you're building, you're bridging so many gaps, you're addressing so many situations that a lot of people are fearful of even addressing. Mm -hmm. And that's why that's you've been able to continue growing. Your legacy is continuing to be stamped. They know the real word. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We on every platform. We out here. What <laughs> <laughs> was going on? Yeah. I read a book recently called The Go-Getter. And it gives you five principles that you go by in life in order for you to be successful. And one of the measurements of success, your success is measured by what you give. So the more that you give and the more that you serve is the more that you will receive. Don't ask someone what they could do for you, but what you could do for them. They're going to be like, wait, 
Really? And it makes a lot of sense. That's when it comes back full circle. Right. Perfect example is one day I went to um I went to a meeting in Long Island and there was a lot of people there and I was a little bit out of my element because I'm the only black young black guy there. Everybody's like old white I know money, you know, and I'm sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I know how that and I'm sitting there and it's like I sat at the table with the old black ladies, you know, it's always a bunch of old black ladies, they're like church ladies, so I sat next to them, and then they're like, oh, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, I just own this company. I was like, oh. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, okay, good for you. I said, yeah, and then I'm sitting there, and then everybody's crowding around this lady, like this short lady, no disrespect, so everybody's crowding around her. And then I'm like, who's this lady? And I asked the girl next to me, I'm like, yo, who's this lady? She's like, oh, she's so-and-so. She she owns all of this. I said, where? She said, yeah. And I said, oh, okay, cool. And I sit there and I play the cut. She's like, okay, it's time to network. You got to move around the room. I said, well, I'm going to move around the room and talk to all these people when she owns all of this. I'm just going to talk to her. <laughs> so I waited. I played the cut. You know, I ate because they had like a big breakfast for everybody. I ate and then I chilled for a little bit. And then um, Investors Bank was there because they were trying to get the businesses to open up business accounts with Investors Bank and okay. do things like that. So they sponsored the event. And then as soon as she walked out, I just see half the crowd follow her. <laughs> so I went after, I played the cut. And then she was like, what about you, young man? What is it that you do? <laughs> I said, oh, now I own this company. She's like, oh, and what else do you guys do? I'm like, oh, we do the show. We do media and all that. She's like, oh. Did you know I owned the newspapers? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, nah, I didn't know. She was like, yeah. She was like, what? She was like, whatever you guys do, put in the paper. I got, I'm a, I got you. I'm gonna put you in the paper. I'm gonna put you guys out there, cause I, cause you guys have to get in front of more people and more platforms. I'm gonna help you out. So I'm looking at this lady like, this lady is lying. Like, why are you lying to me for? She was like, she's like, here's my card. Call my assistant. She's gonna set up a meeting. Just go. I looked at the concept of meeting. She had a building at Metro Tech downtown Brooklyn. So I went there, they set the meeting up. And then we was telling them about everything that we was doing. They was like, oh, she's like, you guys deserve an award for that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are they being sarcastic? And then she she was dead serious. And then that's how we ended up getting the awards. And then every single time I used to just text her. And every time we do things, I send it to her. And she puts it in the paper. And that's how we end up being in the paper all the time and I'm like so this is how things really yeah. work like you know the plug the other day I was driving Uber and then cause extra money yeah. and you get to network like exactly. I did over a thousand rides so I, I, I've interacted with over a thousand different people so this guy like he came in the car he was like he's from California this and that and he was like yo I like your vibe he was like, yo, let's do business. I said, well, let's do business. He said, yeah, let's do business. He said, this is how it works, you know? And I said, what do you mean? I'm like, why do you keep saying that? This is how it works. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so then, your vision. So, so then I'm like, yeah, whatever. He gives me a call and he's the one that told me to read that book. And as I'm reading, he, he was like, don't listen to the audio book, read the words. Cause when you read the words, it starts to open a part in your brain that's never usually open. I said, what do you mean? He said, just read it, you'll see. But then we had like a, a two hour Zoom and he was like, yo, and he broke down life basically. He was like, same thing that you guys do every day. He was like, most people sell their time for money and that's how they make an income. But basically, if someone's paying you 50,000, they're probably making 50 million or, yeah. or 5 million and they just paying you a percentage of that, the smallest percentage that they can get out of you. Exactly. And if so, if, if you're getting paid 50,000, you're probably making that company over 500,000. He said, you could never become rich working a nine to five. Never. Yeah. It's, 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 it's multiple streams of passive income while you're not working that makes you money or unless you have a lot of laborers under you that's working Facts. while you sleep. And he was Facts. like, yo, I had the privilege and opportunity to be around people that put me in positions that put me in order to meet people that have money. I said, what do you mean? He said, he, he, he said, this is how it works. And then he was like, okay, and I'm going to put you through a set of trials. Whenever you go through them, and if you actually do it, that's how I know that you're serious enough to do business with me. In the book, the guy has to implement five steps in his life in order to, for him to meet where he goes. The people that he needs for him to meet there is already around him. He just overlooks them because his mind state is on getting rich, not 
helping people and then mm. benefits come afterwards. Right. If you want to see success, help people. The more people you help, the more successful you will come because more people will know your name and more people will know your face. Remember, we weren't known until we started helping people. Yeah, you were right. Now, nice. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TV, <laughs> newspaper. Recently, I had some good things that happened to me too. Like, I mean, like when you say when you give more, you get back things in return. Like, now I just got my first call, but the way I got my first call was just like, it wasn't a plan that I had that was going to happen now. It just got placed right in my face. The opportunity I had, cause, and then, but I realized that I think the reason why I was blessed to get my first call this Friday is because I've been giving back. Cause I mean, when I was young, I was more hostile, but as I grow up, I become more of a mature man, professional, and I've been giving. Yeah, like I've been giving back to the communities. I mean, here and there, I'm dealing with the haters, but. Hmm. I'm managing it different compared to how I would when back when I was younger and it's smarter so I see the haters and it's crazy like the people you be chilling with don't even be supporting the good you do but they will support everything bad that you do and praise that that doesn't make no sense to me now <laughs> as I grow up but yeah, I've been giving back to community and the way I would do that, like, like I was saying, like, I would, when I would see the homeless and I would see all these MTA people, they would pass by saying, man, ain't got no money, but come on, you work for the MTA. Like, you work for the city, I work for this city, I deal with expenses and stuff, like, I see wages, mm. they got money. But some people live above their means, so then their money... As it's spent before you even get it sometimes. Well, let me yeah. add to that. I mean, you got to look at it. It's systemic to begin with. So what you're taught about money from a young age or the type of household you brought in are the yeah. basic principles that you adapt. So if you were brought in in a poverty-stricken household, a uh, household where they're hiding the toilet paper, or yeah. where you're taught that a hey, saving is, is, I don't know, ridiculous, or where you're taught and you never heard of a credit score, or where you're taught, um, I don't know, the, the measure of success is based on how you look versus what you know. Yeah. You know, that thing transfers over. And it's basically what a lot of the urban communities are filled with. Like, when you look at it, if you were to try and grab 10 kids from, you know, the inner city urban community and tell them, like, hey, I'm going to educate you on how to be successful, right? And then they realize that they have to read. And it doesn't involve them, like, Showing off or being yeah, involved in right, some type of right, lifestyle right. that is like compared to a rapper, mm -hmm. are you corny? Because look at who we look at, up to. We look up to entertainers and rappers. We don't yeah, look up do. to uh, philosophers. We don't look up to educators. You don't hear people ever saying, I look up to Jeff Bezos or Warren Buffett or. Yeah, yeah so you don't hear that. That's facts. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> so I want to be like, just, just all the rappers, me. but you ain't going to say nothing outside of that. Majority of people don't even know who those guys are. Yeah, they don't. They're like, who's that? And the crazy but you know the entertainers, though. And the crazy part is... They pay them. The wealth gap is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. One of the things that this pandemic did is it, it, it crushed the middle class in the sense that a lot of the small business owners were the yeah. middle class. And yeah. they the individuals that actually go out and vote that own property. The ones that actually try to go against the upper yeah. class. Yeah. And... If you look at it, just look outside, you see how much small businesses actually closed down. And yeah. you see how yeah. much houses are for sale right now. And that's just the beginning. Uh, it's mean, just the beginning. It was one come yeah. one play advocate and say that a part of that is them not being prepared for the storm. Yeah. So that means that they were ill they were ill prepared. Most people live in a YOLO lifestyle. Hmm? YOLO. You only live once. Oh yo, yeah, of course, of course. So they just be like, oh, I'm in a live in the moment, but you're not planning nothing for the future. I think that's BS, though. I feel like they plug that in, like how they plug in everything, you know, in a sense of with the coronavirus, they plug that into our head. And like you were saying before, it kind of enters your matrix and starts making 
you believe it. And then it becomes your reality. Yeah. That's what I feel YOLO was. Because I remember I was upset at that. It's I was always. partying at that age. And I got upset. The thought process of you only live once. I'm like, hold on. Me and my bro's trying to live forever. What are y'all talking about? We try to wake up tomorrow. We're not trying to pass out tonight. Yeah. Like, we try to wake up. So I was like, yo, why everyone's, you know, YOLO, YOLO. I'm like, it kind of entered the matrix. Exactly. All yeah. of a sudden, everyone's thinking, yeah, you only live once. No, we try to live. Because one thing I like about jobs where you talk to real people like your brother is yeah. kind of like you realize that, oh, shoot, everything they're saying is a lie. Because I'm like, when I talk to people, everyone's talking about investing. Yeah. I'm like, the only people who think everyone's talking about YOLO or, you know, or thinking like that are people who's into the TV. It's the poor people. Yeah. Yeah. People who are learning from the entertainers, like you were saying. That's why they say. You know what I've, like, realized is that one of the main emotions that most people operate from is fear. And that's the reason why there's so many problems. That's the reason why there's so many implementations of laws and policies on particular groups and types of people because yeah. of a particular fear that these people are experiencing on an ongoing basis. So many principles are developed from the foundation of fear. Like everything. Literally, people live particular lifestyles. The YOLO thing that you guys are talking about yeah. is fearful. Yeah. There's, people become so fearful that imminent death is like, okay. Because they're so scared they of having to wait yeah. for it. They're so scared of the unexpected. That's why people seek instant gratification. Because they're so fearful of actually seeing what transpires as you go through the motions of doing something. They just want to instantly. End, let, me look good, <laughs> let me look good right now. Because I'm fearful to work hard for it and put invest time and miss out on this wave. I need to look like this wave right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm fearful. I want to live like the life right now. I'm fearful. Will I be relevant if I don't hop in on this? You know what I'm saying? But that's why we have to make entrepreneurship the new thing, the new wave. And I see there is an ongoing trend, and yeah. I do accredit, you know, uh, the unemployment because a lot of people are having this income. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They they have money that they've never had access to before, yeah. and now they could actually use that money. Come talk to the right professionals, like myself and my partner Ace right here, and we're located at 11 West Prospect Avenue in Mount Vernon, New York. They need to come talk to people like us when they have access to that capital so they can increase it. Because now they can make it last for longer than they have right now. This is temporary if you allow it to be. Yeah. But people are going to be fearful. They're going to hop into the waves. They're going to buy the clothes that they need right now. Don't buy the jewelry. They're going to have to do the Don Julio. they outside in the club with Corona. That's cool. They have to be out right now. Like No matter what's going on in this world right now, like you know what? It's been too long. I can't lose my clout. They need a up. Because honestly, social media is like a double-edged sword. Because it can be for the attention seekers cloud seekers Facts. and then people use it for business yeah. there are people who are making livings and over social drowned, media they're trying to drown out social media yeah. i feel like they're drowning it out with so much negativity like the twerking you know what it is the, the, the silly dancing when, when you make it harder to monetize this the good people don't even want to put it out there anymore to be honest yeah. because now you we're gonna go back to networking events and stuff like keeping it that's interpersonal that's Come on, because if you're not paying me for my content, if you're not going to allow me to, to, to generate revenue because you're changing your algorithm because people are eating too much. And that's what they do. And that's why the negativity, negativity is free. Yo, this whole thing <laughs> hit. This whole thing hit when entrepreneurship was getting on fire. I feel exactly. like everyone was reaching heights. Nice. And then, boom, everyone hit a stick in the mud because it was, why too, was that so convenient? But too many people escalated. Nah, but look who's get, who got the most money now. Is the billionaires exactly a lot of them, and the it's bank stole a lot of money too. The bank yeah. stole a lot of That's money, and they got bailed out again. Oh, 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 for they oh, the third, fourth time. You, you, know, you see what they did for the stock market? Sure. Because every bank was eating except Carver. We don't really go into the mess. Wow. <laughs> and that's, I feel like that's our culture in a sense. Wow. Like we don't really want to play that's dirty with them. Them. <laughs> So we just stay low. Well, Fargo ain't good though. Yeah, I don't know. They always One thing I got to understand about what social media did is that social media minimized operating costs. So as the business owners of the people who do run the world, you have people becoming millionaires such mm -hmm. as the Cardi B's and the Fatboy SSC's and the Grant Cordon's and um, yeah. the Gary V's and they're paying little to no operating costs so you know it's That's like facts. as the owner of these platforms do you continue to let these people become millionaires without you collecting your fair share or do you fix the algorithm 
so that you're able to get your fair share or do you create a whole new platform? So mm. that I'm not totally against. What I am against is how social media is just becoming a marketing tool for like women to solicit whatever. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. No, because it's the point where your pages say, well, what I do is... OnlyFans? <laughs> but just by, by, default, by default, like seventy percent of the timelines now are flooded with women in bikinis flat or yeah, tees or just, just twerking or whatever. Fashion Nova, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but if you see that all day, and that's owned by a Jewish man. Yeah, exactly. But you see that all day. You know they good at What's this. Gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but you ain't never going though, cause you be, oh, it was a Jewish man. <laughs> but, but but you have a choice. So like with me, I don't see that. That's not really on my time. My wife. One of two things: I unfollow pages that I feel like is not fulfilling my purpose. That's correct. True. Or I mute. Sometimes you have friends that post stuff that you don't care about. You just mute them. They'll never like. They'll never know. Everything could bring you up or down. I do it all the time. I mute somebody if I feel like your content is not fulfilling my life, or I feel like you're just trying too hard. Like one of my friends, he's a professional troll. Mm -hmm. He'll pick like the stupidest thing in the world and agree with it. Professional. No, he's a professional. (laughs) He'll be like. Michael Jordan wasn't the best basketball player ever. Whatever. His whole boy is good. Exactly. He'll do that. He'll be like, oh, he'll just start something like, um, some girl in your neighborhood. This girl is better than Nicki Minaj. Like he'll just do it. But you know, controversy is content, and people understand that, and that's why the blogs make a lot, um, make a lot of money. Like even look at the the Megan Tory Lane. Just controversy, like, or whatever. It doesn't matter if it's Michael Jackson or Hov and Beyonce beefing, whatever it may be. But if it's controversial itself, then we're so caught up in the celebrity lifestyle that it takes away from the time you go be spending investing and learning stuff. Yeah. And then you start to go down the rabbit hole once you start to pay into celebrity stuff because now you're invested in it like a TV show. The distractions yeah. at an all-time high right now. Pay attention where you put your energy. That matters. Yeah, yeah. Who, you, who you spend your time around. All of that matters. Facts. <laughs> That's a fact. You wrong with the wrong circle, you end up in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, man. So there's a lot going on, especially in the news right now. Sports is back. I know you guys are sports yeah. fans. A lot of people was complaining how the NBA kind of weird, weird without the crowd. And it's, it's over. It's, it's weird. Over. I'm not watching it. But <laughs> I tried. I tried. But people will watch it. You're getting real crazy. Oh, I'm not watching. It. Yeah. I know people. <laughs> <laughs> they don't watch the finals. The, the, whoever, whoever. Well, when the finals don't. If LeBron makes it to the finals, people are gonna watch. That's the truth. But that's why a lot of people feel like the Lakers like win. professional sports is orchestrated. It's like a storyline where it's like the most popular players always make it to the finals so that more people could watch it, which generates yeah. more viewership and it's revenue. A yeah. Yeah. It's a business. It's a business. So LeBron's the biggest star. Like even when he was on the East, he made the finals almost every year. Ten, ten years. Yeah. Nine years. Nine years. LeBron in the East or any. Exactly. LeBron though. <laughs> I remember. I mean, and it's all math if you think about it. They got east and west. They got people on the west voting for who's the most popular west player, and they got people yeah. on the east voting for the most popular east. The All Star game pretty much predicts the future. But <laughs> you said something very important, and you said it's all math. Yeah. It's all exactly. math. <laughs> because biblically, right? <laughs> In the book of Genesis with the Tower of Babel, when all the men spoke one language, one language, one accord, one mind. They all could communicate. They all came together to build a, a city. Then they built a tower so that they could reach heaven without God. Yeah. God said, y'all got the consciousness and this is what you do. So he scattered them <laughs> yeah. around and, That's and everybody changed languages. Changed languages. But one language that stays the same in whatever language is what? Math. Number. The numbers. And with numbers comes what? Geography. Where you could turn numbers into shapes. Power in a sense. And shapes, and shapes is what? Letters, right? Mm-hmm. And when you write letters, you write it down, you write in, in script. They don't teach you that this was originally, right? Originally, back in the days, they were all official documents and script. They were like the Constitution, um, the Bill of Rights, the yeah. Emancipation Proclamation, all written in script. Yeah. And what is script? It's a cursive. So if you're doing curses and you're doing scripts, then obviously you're performing magic. That's how you're translating it to other people. But then they took something where they could take fractals and geography and they could make it move even faster. They called that a motion picture, which a hundred milliseconds, where they take milliseconds and they take frames and then it creates a movie. So where do they create movies? In a place called Hollywood. Yeah. What's a Hollywood? 
the wood from from a holly tree, which they witches used to create brooms and sticks to create magic. Bingo. You do not get one of these details. Who owns owns Hollywood? Owns all the movie companies and creating a vision for the world to see so that they could own the world. Let's not answer that question. We don't want to do that. We don't want to get Nick Cannon out of black band outside. We just know who's winning. We just know who's winning. Who told y'all all these information? We don't want to get Nick Cannon. No, right? Have you apologize tomorrow? That fast. That fast. What I want in my organization. That one would have to be able to have so much control over an industry. Of course, I can't lie. It's kind of, in a sports reference, it's kind of like watching Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you know. Yeah. You don't really cheer for them to win unless you're a fan, of course. But you don't really want, you're tired of seeing them, but you respect the game. And yeah. since they do it in a professional way. Brady they work together, they humble. Six rings? <laughs> no, they say, that, I'm going to say, yeah, he the GOAT because of the rings. Mm. But based on how I know, how I'm not going to go deep. Based on how I know numbers work, I ain't going to hold you this. Aaron Rodgers is better than him. Oh, gosh. You're going through a debate. Well, <laughs> right. Right. You're, you're, you're going <laughs> to snuck up on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we back for part two. It would have been get out. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, get out. get out. So, what my brother here was saying, he was saying that that you respect the org, the way that they organized it in order for them to create such structure and for them to have that control for so long. We got to look at it. You guys ever heard of the story of Rothschild, right? Yeah, I know. How he had the sons and he sent them out to different parts of their world, as in their world. Okay, after a while, this to the left of the map is all called the New World. But at the time, their world was just Russia, Europe, Asia, China. In Africa, Africa was when they just came down and they just started taking over. Yeah, and, and I mean, if you just look at the colors, other. look at the colors, bro. Exactly. You can see what how much they own. Basically, just going off the color. Look at Russia. But basically, <laughs> though, at that's the, the beginning in a sense. <clears throat> at the time, the Rothschild father he sent out all his sons to different places with a certain amount of money. And he's like, set up a bank, set up a bank, set up a bank, and that's all they did. Once they went in, they set up the banks, then they started giving out loans, even to the government. And they gave them high interest so they wouldn't be able to pay back. Now, right. now you owe me now, but now I own you because you owe me. So I give you a loan that I know that you can't pay back, now I could control you. Well, you don't want to do what I say, now I'm going to give the person that I know don't like you more money so that they could buy more weapons and troop, and they're going to come take you over, and I still win. And, and, <laughs> they, and they've been playing that game, and they still since the nineteen twenties. Well, that, that's how wealth was created. Wealth was created through usury. And usury is just the fact of charging interest. If I loan anyone in this room a dollar, and you give me back a dollar a week from now, I gain nothing because I gain back what I was owed. But if I charge you a dollar at ten percent, I get back a dollar and a dime. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to get me exactly. more. But here's the trick: biblically, they can't charge interest to their own. Only to people that don't share the same faith as them. Exactly. That's how they keep the wealth amongst each other. Agreed. But they tax you. Yeah, that's why they incest. They had kids into. Well, that's another subject. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make them babies. in the family. Speaking of, speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of incest, right? There's been wait, a lot wait, of wait, 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 I thought you said that's another subject. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, I'm, I'm going to bring that to the sex trafficking. Oh, um, during during oh, this quarantine time, during this, quarantine, <laughs> during this quarantine time, it, it's been a lot of sex trafficking, a lot of people getting exposed, you know, start off with Jeffrey Epstein, then he mysteriously got killed in the tombs. Um, the camera stopped working. The the guards fell asleep. Allegedly, and no one saw nothing. Stories, and you know, he the, just died. Okay, it just worked out. So just worked. It's like in power when all the enemies were just dying yeah. suddenly, right? Perfectly, just yeah. like he wanted. Like, Even the people in jail just mysteriously died, yeah. <laughs> and no one could find out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no cameras. And the only ones who could kill them is them, because Ghost ended up getting killed by his own son. Someone in the family. Exactly. Yeah. Someone <laughs> close enough. So now they have his girlfriend slash madam in protective custody. And they said that 
they they said that they're protecting her from assassins. That was in the paper, so they're moving her around every night, so no one knows where she's at. Just like in the movies, when they got a high-profile person, so they put them in the truck, and they just drive around all night yeah. <laughs> in the truck. And, and that's their job. You can't go see because you drive. So what happened to the judge's son in the house? Oh, yeah, they killed the judge's yeah. son. They, they were in the crib and tried to body the, the judge. And... This is not the first time this has happened in the history of the world. This no. goes back to the Greco-Roman time. Like is that they, back then, pedophilia and those things was regular. Like if if you were an older masculine man and you had a squire, which is a, a boy assistant, which you basically tutor and mentoring him and raising him up under you. Say for example, you was a shoemaker or a welder or or a blacksmith, you had an apprentice. Mm -hmm. Basically, if he if he was younger than you or had female features, and you was of nobility, and he was of the of of the lower class, or if he wasn't a citizen of where you was at, you can legally sleep with him within the Roman Empire, and, and you wouldn't look you wouldn't Nasty be looked woman. down <laughs> upon. But the boy would look, be looked down upon, but wow. you wouldn't be looked down upon. As he's so, cursed, and you. As time goes him. by, and there's nothing new under the sun, this is happening, but now it has to be covert. That's where pizzas and hot dogs come in, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, <laughs> so then, so then now we see with I Jeffrey Epstein. pizzas. <laughs> so with Jeffrey Epstein, he had the he had the flight log with all the information. This couldn't come out. They bodied him, right? Supposedly, allegedly. Now they got his girl. They moving around. I was looking up this story about this other guy. I forget his name. He had a sex dungeon. This guy was on welfare, but he had he he, he owned six houses while uh, he Keith was on Rainer, welfare. The um, Nexum from upstate. I don't know. No, he he was from the UK or something. He was even from America, but he owned six homes and he was on welfare and he had sex dungeons in his basement. When the locks, people was telling the police that this guy was doing this stuff. The guy and the police were like, we don't want to investigate it. We don't want to investigate it. The police went to the house with a locksmith. The locksmith heard the girl yelling from the basement. And then the chief was like, yo, like, let's go. And the locksmith was like, I'm not leaving until we bust this door down because I can hear the girl. He said, yo, who's the police? Am I the police or are you the police? And the, the, the first judge was like, yo, I don't want to see no evidence. I don't want to do no DNA test. I don't want to do nothing. Throwing things out, throwing things out, throwing things out. Then they had to switch to another judge. Eventually, the guy did a couple years in jail, and then I think he killed himself. And it was like, this is this is something that has happened in history already. Now, it compares to the Jeffrey Epstein of today. It's almost the same thing, because you have local, state, federal, all these people involved in it. you like, how deep does it go down the rabbit hole, where it's like, all these people could body you. And yeah. we go back to power. He was sleeping with an ASA um, federal district attorney, right? A, a federal agent. He was sleeping with her. And yeah, he owned a business which linked him to the other rich guy that owned all these other stuff. So now he's connected to all these people. He's sleeping with her. She got to protect herself. So now she got to protect him. And because she got to protect him, she got to protect his whole entire family. Now it's like these drug dealers are lined up with the federal agents and now the police get involved. Hey, the police are getting involved. What's going on, police? Just push the police out. So yeah. all, so so now you either get down or lay down. Everybody's in it. So it's like they put it right in front of you. By in what Hollywood? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> the truth is stranger than fiction. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's always stranger than fiction. That's why a lot of people won't be able to understand your language. I mean, so there's a simple question to this though. Corruption is everywhere. It's in every industry. It doesn't matter if it's sports, food, whatever. Yeah. Drugs, every industry has it. So you just gotta understand that, like. Being privy to it to a degree, it's hard. It's like, what is the real solution? You know, right. in all reality, because of, you have policymakers who are in bed with some of the people doing the deeds. So now you have people that are not being punished properly. You just kind of reference one with the officer, probably knew the guy, maybe his family or something into that nature, had some connections. Or the young guy who he raped the girl behind a dumpster and they didn't give him any jail time because mm -hmm. it would ruin his future. Just like, Alton Sterling, the guy who was running, yeah. and then the cops then arrested the guys that killed him because the father used to work for the DA office. Exactly. So you just look at the corruption and it's like, wow, like, what is really the solution moving forward to combat corruption? That's a really good question. Like, I look at it every day because you see blatant um, slaps in the face 
Uh, right now, we still have Breonna Taylor's killers who are not, and that she's being rushed to the wayside. Uh, I believe Philando Castillo's murderers are still running around, and that was on camera. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of things they, that came up with this. They do a lot of things to piss us off, I say. Mm -hmm. One thing I would like to... You like to absorb your energy? The only, in a sense of, like, when you pay attention to it, you're actually giving your energy to it. So what they say is, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And it's kind of like the same thing with the Matrix. It's, I find, like, it's magic in a sense, like planting a seed. Like, what they do is put a seed in your head and it grows if you water it, giving your energy to it. Yeah. Just, you got to stop watering Great. it. That's, That's the only way. It. We kind of just got to stop watering it. That's you know. the metaphysical way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Take I mean. it out of your mind. <laughs> to address what you ask is like, what do we do to address the everything just being so corrupted? And that's why I stress the importance of entrepreneurship because it's either we infiltrate these places or we create the new norm of these types of industries and make them irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise we're just going to be a part of a systemic that redundancy cycle. forever that's that we've been cycle. doing. I mean, we we still got artists signing 360 deals. <laughs> That's like, the worst deal you could do. We have rappers that have catalogs and albums full of reasons why you shouldn't do it. Listen, we got Mace, I, we got Jay Z, I, we got I, I, so many wait, people. Wait, ain't Migos on for life? When they bring Migos on for life, but they got a 360 deal. Woo! <laughs> but Fabio Foreign is signed to Mace. He got a 360 Which made no sense. I want to sign to somebody who had a bad deal. His career <laughs> was halted because of a bad deal. You got a no 360 way. deal. There's no way I'm trying to. But, but that's really. You have 360 deal, so that would just shut down our industry. You wouldn't even see any of the artists without 360 yeah. deal. I mean, there's a lot of them. Because a that's certain a group of deal. people have to put up money to front them. Again, you're getting a loan to invest in yourself, which is the product, to sell out. However, that loan has interest, knowing that you most of the time won't be able to pay it out. That's why most artists can't afford or don't have their masters. Their masters is with their master. In order yeah. for you to be a master, you got to be taught by a master. master. So they're the product. Someone's giving them the loan again with yeah. interest, right? And it's the same individuals. But that's how we got to look at it. The system is not broken. It was made this way. That's true. It was made before you was born. Well, That's what they've been saying. things like that happen because, you know, rules are implemented to uphold particular interests <laughs> of certain people. And, and we could keep it that simple. We could go more in depth. But <laughs> it's basically to just uphold their interests. Whatever policies are implemented are just to collect debts. That are old. The issue is organization. The elderly's are dying right now. They give they retired nah, money. The, the issue is organization because there's no real commission to regulate these type of things. If people get scummed or jerked over for decades and type of decades, when does it come in the review board or the gold standard for making sure people do not suffer these same type of situations, right? Mm. But people aren't really standing up for that. Or when people do risk their careers for you guys, you don't support them. Mm. There's multiple artists that have sacrificed their whole careers, whether it be Lupe Fiasco, even YK Osiris was explained. Little Twist. Um, Little Twist, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I know I see YK Osiris explain some things about the music industry. What's There's a lot. B.O.B. B.O.B., yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody supports them, like what? Talib Kweli. Talib Kweli, yeah. So Professor got, Griff. Um, even my guy, Prince. Prince was one of the first people. Michael Jackson, even. Michael Jackson, yeah. So this countless artists. Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> he's been. And they think and he's crazy. crazy. I don't think he's crazy. Let's yet. talk about Kanye West for a second. A lot of people say he's crazy. Okay, sorry, brother. Go ahead. No, no, no. It, it, it tied into that, basically. Okay. When people do put themselves on the lines, they label them or deem them as crazy. You have all these people that they've put something on. But if you go and dissect, you'll see that there is a lot of truth. To like what they're trying to show you, so they kind of like people think he's crazy, which is a segue from what you're saying. You notice everyone was saying that the movie Get Out was about Kanye West, yeah. But then when he said it, everybody said he's crazy, yeah. And we all been saying, oh, we hope that they don't raise his daughters to be like Kim and her sisters. But when he says it, he's crazy. He's like, yo, I don't want you to put in Playboy. I don't want you to violate. I don't want you to do this. Just think about it. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's daughter in Playboy. 
Think about it. We done seen Morgan Freeman. Wait, was it? No. Yeah, he's one of them. Lawrence Fishburg's daughter went to do porn, Pretty right? Way. And then Steven Spielberg's daughter went to go do porn, right? And we like, why are you gonna go do porn? Like they rich. This doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. So Kanye's saying, I don't want that for my kids, but he's saying it out loud. But he said that he's always been talking like it's just you and him in the room. He said that and la 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 la. He, he said I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. Now they keep him off of TV. No more MTV, no more BET, no nothing. So he's on Twitter now. He's sending shots off Twitter. Yeah. And they say he's crazy, but now all the real niggas pull up on him. Dave Chappelle, Dame Dash, and those are dudes that have no picks. They like, yo, they done talking about the system is corrupt. They done talking about these yeah, people. They already did it. They done talking about all these people's <laughs> stories. Dave Chappelle done was saying exposing that. He, he's been exposing people for a minute, but he yeah. just say it as a joke. And you like, oh, look at him. But when you see him, he got brolic and he got tall. You're like, wait, he don't look like wait, a crackhead no more. Now he's no longer a joke. <laughs> now he's just sending straight shots. like, And and he moved from Comedy Central to HBO so he could talk unapologetically. No, to Netflix, sorry. Netflix so he could speak unapologetically. Yeah. And he be sending political shots. Yeah. And these are the people that Kanye got surrounded by him now. To support that he's not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He got the money to support all of them because he got three, five billion now. That's what he said. Yeah. I don't take him as a guy selling wolf tickets. His valuation can be measured very easily. Exactly. Yeah. And he was saying that since last year. He was like, yo, Yeezy was valued at three million, three billion. So I know I'm worth at least six billion, but they're going to lie. And then Forbes this year finally gave him the billion, I think two billion. He was at on Forbes. There was yeah. a narrative that they were trying to portray that. They did that for a reason. He's already he's been a billionaire, but there was a reason behind that. Yeah, there were certain people that had to be cited as billionaires prior to him. Jay Z for, for appearance purposes. Just for appearance purposes, there's certain people. You yeah, know, you know, Kylie that. as well was stated as a billionaire. Exactly. They submitted their money at the same time. And exactly. Kylie was valued just off of her makeup company, but Kanye, um, with the inclusion of his sneakers. His clothing and then his music catalog alone. You can just measure the worth of the songs of the catalog. Music catalogs. alone just get made. Exactly. So exactly. It, it's trivial to believe that Kylie could be a billionaire just off of makeup and Kanye couldn't become a billionaire just off of his sneakers and um his what is and catalog alone. It's ridiculous. At one point Kanye West was selling two thousand dollar sneakers. <laughs> Louis Vuitton's he had Louis Vuitton, yeah. Nike and Adidas. So, you can't tell me he wasn't a billionaire before. Ford he had to be a billionaire before because he's richer than Jay Z and Kylie Jenner put together. Exactly. So, but they claim he's broke. And what he shouts out is the truth. Well, because he's at, at times, the times when they call him crazy, like is he, when not he was the most on, transparent billionaire ever? But he's doing exactly. <laughs> like, he's doing too. I mean, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is not transparent. Who do you think it's smarter? But he's doing exactly what Jay -Z they or Kanye. Though, he's not, no, I'm talking about what transparent is like. You're I never going to see Kanye is smarter than Jay Z. Billionaires, yeah, billionaires, right? Are usually quiet. Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos, um, Jack Ma, and things. They only say stuff to advance their agenda to degree. Kanye will educate you just on stuff that would generally increase your inner thinking. Like you feel me? Exactly. Most people don't do that. Like Break the Matrix. Exactly. So. Kanye is probably the most, and then even his mood swings is part of his personality, but... It's exactly what you wanted to add. It's about what you said earlier about um, the drama, in a sense of he's doing controversial things because it brings attention to him. <clears throat> well, the difference with certain people is that they'll intentionally do controversial right. things to, to create content. Mm -hmm. Kanye's dead serious, right? <laughs> 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 You think he's tripping. He'll be something like... Yo, they they spray they they spray chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> he like he just talking. He like no, he's really doing serious. this. Like, <laughs> like look out. Like, <laughs> but like, when everybody was saying that he was crazy, he was sitting in the White House exactly. while everybody else was sitting home. Him and his wife was walking in out the the White House like it was BBQs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're not dumb. Just like how they saying that that Trump is dumb. Trump, Trump, nowhere near them. Trump got rich and broke at least four or five times, and he's still richer than most people. Okay. Well, you want to hear a quote that you can live by? They only take one thing away from today. There's no such thing as a dumb billionaire. No matter what you want to say, there's dumb millionaires, but there's no such thing as a dumb billionaire. You do not become a billionaire being dumb. No. That's too high of a status. That's and you don't become president being dumb. Yeah. And, if, and, if you, and if you do become president being dumb, what does that say about everybody else that's under you? 
They're dumb, man. <laughs> so it's like... That pyramid, man. So everybody's he's, yelling Trump is dumb, but he's... They insulting themselves, honestly. I mean, he's a billionaire. He hasn't paid taxes in 28. Sound like a pretty smart person to me. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even... They don't even... Free, free roads. Alleged free roads. So. All the buildings he built, he didn't pay taxes on none of them. Mm-hmm. They they said by the time Trump's father died, he had already inherited three hundred million from his dad tax free. Because his dad, when Trump was six years old, his dad made companies in his name, and then his dad was making Trump's companies bill his father for things that didn't really exist, just so his father could pay the company under Trump's name, so he could filter out all the wealth to him. Because one brother. I think was an alcoholic and the other brother was a little slow, so then Trump inherited everything. Mm. I mean, that's a smart game plan. It's just like Godfather, though. You guys ever seen Godfather? Just like that. Donald Trump is just like Michael Corleone. You you will see how Michael Corleone had two other brothers, but then one got killed and the other one was slow, so then Michael Corleone inherited everything. But then he was so cold and calculated in everything that he did, but it's because his father molded him to be that way. Speaking on that, actually, what he just said, you guys could do too. When you have an LLC and you have a child that's the age 7 to 15, you could put them on the payroll of the company and pay them up to $15,000 every year tax-free. One more Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> At a law firm, and this is how I knew, because she was a she she was a surrogate court attorney and a family court attorney. A surrogate is someone that you put in place in order to handle something on behalf of yourself. So she managed all their money, and I was and I looked through the bank statements, and they was giving these kids dividends. So like, depending on their age, depending on the amount of money that would funnel from one account into their account. So the oldest kid had like. I would say $432,000. The youngest kid had $180,000. Asian people are the same And as they aged, like as the years went by, you see the money going up, going up, going up. And they would go up like 20, 40, 50,000. Their investments was way faster than, I'm telling you, working in the bank, I'm seeing it the same way in the sense of I see different cultures come in and one culture, well, that was when I was working for Santander. I would say there was different cultures coming in and I was noticed our culture came in and we was always, you know, I wouldn't say always, but a lot of times, you know, not as up or having generational wealth. It was usually self-wealth. Like, this is what I got. I don't got, and in the sense of the children, like, I'm watching other cultures and the children is like going to school with 30,000 in his pocket and he's talking, he just comes inside and just sitting there and he's doing things that we do. Partying, or mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say partying, but he was smoking, drinking, and he was just there, like, yeah, I'm probably gonna blow a thousand this week. So, um, my dad was <laughs> mad at me last week, and I'm like, you know what a heads, you know what a blessing you have right now. For real, <laughs> I'm like, my people, we couldn't talk like that. I was like, let's not spend again, man. Even Some though it was still- fun, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us still can't talk. Like that. <laughs> So this is where I would like to interject that. Mm-hmm. The, I'm tired of the excuses that we give for brown and black people, people of color. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I don't believe in systemic oppression, but the playing field is a level to a degree in terms of transparency. So a lot of the opportunities, there are systemic factors where, you know, yeah, they may own certain businesses, they may own certain banks. But if you understand the systems now, there's no excuses. Master P is a great example. Even Dame and even Kanye, because Kanye did something that a lot of people don't understand. It's bigger than just a sneaker. Yes. He has the highest retail um, basketball athletic sneaker to ever drop. Jordan's only can retail at three fifty. We're not talking about a special edition. So yeah, he no jumped over jump, man. Exactly. Yeah, well, he over, sure. yeah, the Yeezy just jumped over the jump, man. That's Yeezy's the new Jordan. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> exactly. And entertainment has a lot of there's so many opportunities, whether it's through acting, basketball. It's all relative, right? Where LeBron is able to have that school, right? The yeah. I care school, or 
You have Master P. You who, put two million in there. Exactly, Master P, who's a very great entrepreneur, has his hands in a million. He's selling the noodles now. He's trying to get the syrup. Yeah. Got the sneakers. Exactly, and then we even have um the black writers like the Issa Rays, the Oliver Duvernays, uh, the Kenya Barrises now, and the type of content they're putting out, whether it's the shy or blackish, things mm-hmm. of that nature. So, you know, it's progress, but we have to take advantage because. There's a million Issa Rays at home that's a scare, and they think that they need the million dollar cosign when you don't. You just have to have faith in what you're doing, which ties back to the fear. And that's my biggest issue is fear. Someone's providing you with, with insight, like, okay, cool, follow this financial plan, and I can get you to where you need to be in life. Now, I don't want to hear that. You're not a rapper. You're not driving me in the mm-hmm. bands. Is that what it takes for you to pay attention? Mm-hmm. When I did all of that. Exactly. That's why they give all, you out all the grandmas things in your face. You can't even go to the grocery store without a fresh white tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they when do you, you get over crazy. this excuse, though? Like, yeah. when do people just start saying that, you know, I don't know, smart is the new cool. You know what I'm saying? Financial literacy is the new cool. Life insurance is the new cool. Like, LLCs is the mm-hmm. new cool. Understanding the law is the new cool. Yeah. You feel me? Like, Should that when, when yeah. do we start this? The other day, I, I, I was on IG. And here we are spitting right here on the camera. <laughs> and lately, I've been seeing on IG a lot of people been talking about LLCs and starting businesses. And so this girl, I'm not going to say your name. She, she, she put, yeah, um... Don't buy me no LLC because the Chanel back <laughs> is worth more. I could get an LLC myself. Them things are cheap. <laughs> wow. And then she's like, unless you're gonna invest in my business, I don't want to hear nothing. Wow. I, I seen it, but then I I seen somebody who posted. And I put down plastic. I seen her. <laughs> <laughs> I seen it. You see her? I said, I said, oh yeah. I was like, I'll get you an LLC and then we'll buy the Chanel bag and your LLC and write it off as a marketing expense. Plot twist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That went over there. It did go over there. Hey. <laughs> 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 the, 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 the argument was something like this. Oh, I live in Delaware. LLC is um, one fifty, whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah. If you live in California, New York, you spend almost a thousand dollars. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's for the publication portion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 publication. So you say you from New York City? Yeah. Like six hundred dollars for one publication? Yeah, because you gotta run it for the whole month. Six weeks, yeah. Uh, you gotta get two papers. Yeah, it was supposed to be, you know, one New York in a sense. Like if you publicize yourself in New York, you get more attention in the media. Yeah, in a sense of, I mean, there's an advantage and disadvantage to you know being in such a, a, a New York, a, California, a thriving, Florida. There's yeah. like the control states. Because there's so much competition here too. There's a lot of competition. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's why I say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. That's yeah. right. New York and Cali. Yeah. But honestly, New York more expensive than Cali now. Uh, no. no. Nah, right, so the general cost of living in Cali is more expensive, and they do certain st- stupid stuff like the LLC, you have to pay outright the franchise tax, which is stupid. Yeah. And then with housing, there's like some stupid loophole where like you're supposed to buy the houses in full. Yeah, it's some weird. It's some weird. It's like how Georgia has no media tax. That's why there's so much black show shot on it. Yeah, yeah there's loopholes. That's why I like Atlanta is going to be like the new Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Where are they saying that's like the new it's black Tyler Perry got a studio street. out no, there. They was going to say that's the new black state or something like that. And it is. It, it is. is. There's a lot of entrepreneurship. Um, what's another one? Charlottesville, North Carolina. Like, they're big, too. They're, they're, they're blossoming. But so. remember, Atlanta is named after Atlantis, the lost city of gold that went underwater. Mm. So mm. that's why it's, it's the energy over there. And now they're using melanated energy. So they got the music. They got the media and they putting it together and they forcing all these people. All to our culture, spot. we own this. So all the, a lot of the rappers from Miami, New Orleans, Lou, all of them, they all went to Atlanta now and they all there together cooking, cooking, mm-hmm. cooking, like cooking. You know, it's crazy. Somebody went out there recently for, um, I think like a, I'm not even sure, a family member, and they said when they drove through each city in Atlanta, you know what they were getting? Alerts on their phone. Oh, it's hostile. It's hostile. You're driving through a hostile city. Cause they, <laughs> and I'm like, well, they, they're making it sound like the hot zone. Like, you know, it's somewhere not to be. But if you put it like that, it's actually somewhere to be for your safety. You it depends know? on what you want to. It, That's a fact. it depends on who team you are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, it's it's true enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
think we um closing thoughts. Yeah, man, closing thoughts. Uh, well, I just want everybody to think about this That's the because, right there. Yeah. like he <laughs> like he mentioned earlier, is that Sultan. service is very important. So he, there's a saying that goes, "He who is greatest among you shall be your servant." And that, that expression goes to mean that you could be the greatest in the room and you still have to remember to provide service to others because we cannot thrive without doing that. So in closing for me, I just like to say, we've heard the expression, you can't get rich surrounded by broke customers, right? So now you can't get wealthy until you make other people rich. So now we have an abundance of resources and information available to us. And like I say, again, you have distinguished professionals like ourselves, this whole entire room where you can reach out to us and we have essential information and strategies that you can implement to not only help yourself, but your family and your friends. And you can accelerate and increase your business by investing in yourself and investing in those close to you. And then you just create a chain of reciprocation. And if people could follow that type of map, because we do that here, we put a bunch of good, like that same ideology is being applied right now. We put a bunch of good minds in one room to give information to an audience. And that's what you have to do. You have to put all of these resources together in one place and use it to branch out. There are going to be over 40,000 people watching this video one day. You know what I'm saying? So one day tomorrow, man. <laughs> <laughs> one day. <laughs> Hopefully, if we can upload it in time. Next, uh, myself. Um, I just want to say that you're as powerful as the people you empower. You should start by empowering yourself first. And one of the greatest forms of empowerment is financial literacy. Um, once you're financially astute, there's nothing you can't do. So I just advise everybody to take a second and just learn about. Uh, credit, learn about investments, learn about legacy, um, learn about life insurance. Because when you understand these tools, there's no reason why anyone in your family moving forward shouldn't be able to be exactly what it's supposed to be. And I advise anybody, if you don't know about that, just go to a trained professional or research. There's a million books out there. There's no excuses. Moving mm -hmm. forward, I don't want to hear any excuses. Mm -hmm. Smart is the new cool moving forward. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of my saying. Facts. You talk nice. I'm not even gonna say my saying fabulous that um song is like make moves and make excuses. I like it. I like the That's attitude of like saying make moves, no excuses, you know. Mm -hmm. We already got the edge. Um just to add to closing thoughts, I wanna say invest in yourself was deep and it's the deepest thing you could think about in a sense of if you don't love yourself first and think about what you are and your history, because I feel like America did this thing where they made us afraid to think about our history and our history is our connection to each other in a sense of we're connected and more than just, you know, seeing each other in a sense of we've got blood, we got history in terms of we're all going through the same trauma that we all felt. We feel it. Like we are a group of people that feel the same thing. So we have to invest in ourselves and take it seriously in the sense of every second what you're putting your energy into you don't want to put your energy into the wrong things in the sense of you're wasting time and that's you don't, don't waste time <laughs> never right. get that back bro mm -hmm. ain't your friend but you know my closing thoughts always the same everything in life come with a price and back to what a said ace mine's ace <laughs> <laughs> But back to what he said, you know, like the more you give out is the more you're going to receive back. But the receiving back part, that comes with a lot of patience because a lot of people today is like, oh, it needs, it needs to come in now, 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 now. Like, look, everybody plays, is play, it, it gets watered differently. It's not going to be the same as the next man plant. And you need to worry about your plant. But make sure you give out as well. It's not just build the wealth all by yourself. Because yeah. ain't going to work like that. You're not just one person. Yeah. <laughs> you, need, you, you need others. You can't do everything by yourself. Yeah, see, my phone went off, do not disturb. <laughs> it's cool. So we thank you all for watching. My closing thought is... Um, Beware of those trying to steal your shine and beware of those trying to use your shine. If we was to all to come together as a unified front, as in 
actually come together. Like, just like how if everyone was supposed to go come to Atlanta instead of still going to Hollywood, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I mean. In that sense, if you understand what I'm saying, then we would really have that power and energy. Come together like this gold table, you know, exactly. we shine together. You're saying gold for no reason. If we look mm-hmm. at it, majority of the individuals with, within us that do have the shine, that shine is being manipulated and used by someone else that doesn't look like us. That's just right. Because they have the resources, you know, and the interest. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. interest. So let's just try to stick together ABM. and try to, you know. Catch us on the Brick Network, man. That's what it is. We shout out to Real Words. <laughs> so shout out to Real Words. Tell the Brick Network to shout Show out some out love to. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for watching. We close out with a quick prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment in time. We thank you for this blessing. We thank you for this gold table talk where we could all come together as one. Um, bless my brothers that are here with me. Bless the cipher. Help it to be well received by those that are going to receive it. And help us to continue to be great. In the name of Yahshua, we pray to the Holy Father. Amen. Amen. It's the real world. It's the real world.